Throughout this episode, you'll hear occasional dynamically placed advertisements as well as host-read ads by me promoting the work of my sponsors, similar to what you'd experience when you're binging your favorite YouTube content. If you find the ads disruptive, consider joining my community on Patreon. Premium submarines receive full-length ad-free episodes, hundreds of hours of bonus content, and the ability to connect and chat with other listeners. To learn more, visit patreon.com slash backfromtheborderline. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another premium episode of Back from the Borderline. As I've mentioned before, I am currently taking two different courses. One is with Dr. Steven Eisenstadt, who was a previous Back from the Borderline guest, who offers courses and certifications in the art of dream tending, as well as a Jungian tarot reading certification from Jung Platform under the direction of Dr. Ken James. Dream Dreamtending is a process that views dreams not merely as symbols to be interpreted, but as living entities with their own wisdom and messages. It involves engaging actively with these dream figures, creating a dialogue to uncover deeper insights into our subconscious mind. This approach can be incredibly beneficial in recovery and personal growth as it allows us to access and understand the hidden wisdom in our dreams, thereby offering guidance and clarity for our waking lives. Through dream tending, we can explore the depths of our subconscious mind, uncovering repressed emotions, unresolved conflicts, and insights that can lead to healing and profound self-awareness. As for the tarot, it's often misunderstood as a mere tool for predicting the future, but in reality, it's a profound instrument for introspection and recovery, employing ancient symbols and archetypes drawn from esoteric wisdom. When interpreted through a Jungian lens, focusing on individuation, the tarot serves as a gateway to deeper understanding of personal challenges and paths to growth. The imagery in the cards, particularly the Rider-Waite-Smith deck, which is the one I use in my interpretations, acts 
acts as a mirror to the subconscious mind, revealing hidden aspects of our psyche and offering insights that align with our free will rather than dictating a predetermined future. By engaging with these symbols, we can explore underlying issues, fostering self-awareness, and aiding in our journey towards healing and personal transformation. These episodes will be available exclusively for my premium subscribers with a short preview available for my public listeners. I'm really excited to introduce this format, a space where we can delve into the mysterious world of dreams and the wisdom of the tarot. My premium submarines on Patreon have the exclusive opportunity to submit your own dreams and questions for tarot readings. All you need to do is send an email to dreamsandtarot, that's dreams and T-A-R-O-T, at backfromtheborderline.com. Remember to use the email address linked to your Patreon account in the subject line and specify whether your query is about a dream or a tarot reading. In the body of your email, include as much detail as possible. If it's a tarot question, let me know what's on your mind. For a dream interpretation, don't worry if the details are a bit hazy, just share what you can remember. Adding some context about what's happening in your life and what challenges you're facing can greatly enhance the depth of my interpretation. Please remember, only queries from confirmed paying Patreon members will be addressed. So whether you're here for shared wisdom or looking for personalized guidance, this journey and these episodes into the realms of dreams and tarot will be enlightening for you regardless. So let's begin this episode with the first reading. And remember, the full journey is just a subscription away. All you have to do is visit backfromtheborderline.com and join my Patreon community. If you're tuning in from Patreon, we'll dive straight into it. But if you are listening in from the public feed for a free preview, you'll experience a short break where you'll hear some dynamically inserted ads, much like those you might encounter in a YouTube video. I don't personally select these. They're automatically chosen by my podcast hosting platform. This setup is essential because it helps keep my content free and accessible to everyone, especially those who might not have the means for a paid subscription. But if you'd like to bypass those and unlock the full episodes, you can always join my Patreon community by visiting backfromtheborderline.com. All right, let's prepare to dive deep into the depths of our subconscious minds. All right, welcome back, my beautiful premium submarines. Today, we will be diving into a dream from listener Cameron. In Cameron's dream, weaves this beautiful narrative that wanders through familiar but surreal urban landscapes of memory and the wild. We'll be exploring themes of unexpected encounters, protection versus vulnerability, and the interplay between human intuition and animal instinct. This dream stands out for its visceral portrayal of the contrasts between domesticity and wilderness and how these themes might reflect inner conflicts or harmonies. And as we unpack the dream's layers, remember that the symbols we uncover might also resonate with your own subconscious, potentially illuminating hidden facets of your life. Just because it's someone else's dream doesn't mean this might not unlock realizations for you. That's what I love so much about doing this. In 
tending to Cameron's dream and really reflecting on the symbolism, I had a few aha moments for myself. So if you're ready for a journey that weaves through the dimly lit streets of the psyche to confront the wild within, stay tuned. Let's dive in. So let's start out by reading the email that Cameron sent me. Hey Molly, I'd seen that you were doing this dream tending episode and thought, wow, wouldn't it be cool to ask about my dreams? And then thought about the straightforward nature of most of my dreams and was like, nah, until last night. I had such a confusing, startling dream that I'm unsure how to interpret. So here I am turning to you before I inevitably turn to Google. <laughs> We've all been there. I totally know the, the Google dream spirals. So Cameron goes on to write, the first part of the dream feels important, but I'll include its sort of ambiguous vibes that provide a lot of information for setting. I'll hop in here. This is an aside for me diverting from Cameron's email. Whenever you feel like a dream is important, that's something I've learned in my tending course. If you wake up and feel like this is important, it's ringing in your mind and that is something that you need to trust because we all have different kinds of dreams. Sometimes we wake up from a dream, we vaguely remember it and then we go on, but then there are those dreams that really it's almost like you're just like shook when you wake up and you really feel like that was something important. And that's something that we should really pay attention to. So let's continue. This also got way longer the more I focused on remembering it. There's a lot more detail than I thought I was capable of extracting from my dream senses. That's fantastic, Cameron. And that also tends to happen when you start writing the dream and you really kind of go into it again and you sit down, especially typically we don't sit down and write up an email to send it to someone, write about our dream. We just kind of reflect on it in the morning um, and then move on with our day at, at best, if anything. Sometimes we don't even give it a second thought. But the fact that Cameron sat down and wrote this email to me, it's likely that it all kind of came rushing back because the very act of sitting down to write it out is sending a message to your subconscious saying, this matters. And so it's going to really unlock something inside of you that's going to allow you to remember more of your dream just because of that in itself. Cameron says, I'm interested in what you and others may think of this dream, and I'm personally interested in the strong sense of gender I felt from the animals in the dream. And this is a reminder for premium submarines, feel free to discuss this in the Patreon comments if you feel like you have a interpretation that you'd like to share, if something stands out to you and from your own intuitive senses, and also feel free to chat about it on Discord. So in the dream, I had stopped by a local fast food chain to visit an acquaintance at work. I'm not close with this person, nor does she work at this place in the real world, but the location of this particular fast food spot is on a busy road in my town. It eventually becomes a highway as this road gets further out of town. The restaurant is in a central part of the city at the base of a hill, which feels important to the flow of traffic in the area. There are usually tons of cars, no matter the time of day. I notice the lighting inside is more subdued than usual. I bid my friend a good night and good rest of her shift. I step out of the restaurant and make my way to the busy street, walking on the northeast side of the street, heading east. 
It's really quite dark and the streetlights feel dimmer than usual. There's also almost no traffic, and I remember remarking internally to myself how mild the air was. It's almost summer evening-like, which felt surprising, as we are expecting snow here in the waking world. I walk to a corner that in reality is west of the restaurant, even though I'm heading east toward my house, which is further up the busy main road, about 35 blocks. As I stand at this corner, because it has a signal to cross the busy street to the south side of it, I see another acquaintance roll past headed west down the hill on a BMX bike, which made me laugh because this person would never really ever ride a bicycle, much less a BMX bike, but it had the right energy for the setting of the dream. I remember kind of waving to her and grinning hugely in recognition and also having like telepathic small talk with her. Neither of us really said anything out loud, but somehow we had a quick instant chat that she was going to see the friend at work too and walk her home since it's so late. I remember feeling confused at the time because the restaurant usually closes around 8 and it felt like 7 p.m. air, but the energy of the street was more like 11 p.m. 2 a.m. vibes somehow. It was simultaneously dusk in appearance and really dark. As I have this telepathic chat with my friend, I become aware for the first time of my own physical body having form and appearance. I realize I'm wearing my jammies, which are a pair of black sweatpants and one of my boyfriend's old hoodies. I'm so cozy and have the hood up in my oversized outfit, but I can't know what shoes I'm wearing. I feel really safe in this clothing in real life. In the dream, I feel good about this because I look pretty ambiguous in this outfit and certain parts of this street feel less safe than others. I'm 5'4", 130 pounds, 20-something femme person, and this info is pertinent to me, even in my dreams, apparently. I remember thinking, I didn't need anyone to walk me home tonight. I cross the busy street to the south side and start walking east up the hill. There are a few stray cars zooming past pretty quickly, and I note the brightness of their headlights in the weird, murky, dark dusk. On the south side of the street, there's a field and a playground and a basketball court that span about six blocks in length from west to east up this hill. And there's a chain link fence around all of this in the waking world that's about four feet high. But in my dream, there's a section of this fence that's taller, six feet tall, and seems like it's fencing off something kind of separate from the field, almost like a little spare parking lot area or something that's maybe 10 feet into the field and 20 feet along the sidewalk side. The fence is to my right and I walk up this hill. I notice movement and I'm so awestruck to see a deer nibbling on grass in this enclosed looking part of the park. The grass is scrubbier in this part of the fenced area. I have consistently through my whole life seen deer in crazy places and I've always been able to either coax them to come to me or walk right up and pet them. More than once a year, every year, I have some kind of deer encounter and in my dream I remember thinking, oh, it's my friend. Side note, I identify with the gentleness of a deer's energy and move in similar silence myself. I've had people speculate that I was a deer in a past life, as I've always thought that this was my first round as a human. I've always felt really special connection to deer. So as I'm looking at this deer, thinking, she's my friend, I notice that she's not like the usual deer I see. She's much grayer in color, as opposed to the golden deer I usually encounter when I'm in town. 
but it was just an observation. And at this same moment, I notice a medium coyote kind of reveal himself from behind her. I notice they're almost the exact same shades of gray as one another. Not sure if that's important, but I remember that thought. Yet again, Cameron, if the thing is, is that if you think something's important, if it feels important, it likely is important. The lighting about them is different than the rest of the street. Like a halo of light is illuminating their presence. They were both kind of in this weird side clearing and their body language made me believe that they were friends. And I was so excited by this because my friend had some kind of powerful visits from a coyote in town. Three-legged coyote snuck into her house and stole a marinating steak off her counter one night. And then she kept seeing him all over town. That is so funny. That coyote clearly had good taste. Now I'm craving steak. (laughs) They both sort of seemed to acknowledge that I was there, and I was feeling very bubbly after my telepathic chat and realizing I was in my happy, cozy outfit, and I was like, wow, at these animals. So I walked a little nearer the fence and said, hey, babies, in a very happy tone, with my hand extended toward the chain link, like I might pet them through the fence. I don't feel threatened by these creatures in the least. I feel so familiar with them but I do have this sudden moment of kind of wiggly yikes in my heart about the coyote because he looked a little mangier than I had initially noticed and he looked right at me and his energy felt somehow protective of the deer. Suddenly I'm like, oh crap. And from this gap in the fence I hadn't noticed before, the deer comes out toward me and again, I'm mentally like, oh shit, because she's bigger than I realized. My feelings toward the coyote shift and I try to make myself seem big as I watch both animals make their way toward me, slowly at first. The deer feels curious. Then the deer bounds right past me into the empty street down the hill. The coyote kind of hesitates and looks at me and I puff my big hoodie out to the side like bat wings to try to distract, but he runs after her in what feels like a predator-prey type of way. Like he seemed to be after her but it felt really confusing to witness. I also felt like he may want to get me, but instead he went after her. I remember peering into the darkness and a sort of sending a telepathic, oh no, into the void. And I feel like I yelled something, but it felt loud and silent all at once, but I don't know what I said. I just remember I tried making noise to distract the coyote. I run back westward, a little down the hill after seeing them to see what's happening, but I can't see. And next thing I know, I kind of like physically see the deer stop running in my mind, even though I can't see her from my physical location in the dream. And she stopped, turned, looking back up to the street where I am. And the coyote appears in my mind's eye and stops pursuing the deer. And I see him slinkily turn around and decide to come toward me. Then I see him coming back up the hill from the darkness and I puff up the hoodie again and yell and dance around like a total nutter trying to scare him. I remember stating, I'm not afraid of you, but I could feel adrenaline in my dream body. Time slows drastically in my dream and I look around to the empty street and see nothing but dark pavement and dim stream lights and the darkened high school across the street. And peripherally, I see this coyote in the air coming toward me from my left upper field of vision. Suddenly, I'm looking at myself puffed up from an outside perspective, watching myself grunt and yell stuff at this wild dog. I zoom back into my own body and time starts moving at the pace I'm used to and I'm grabbing the coyote, holding his mouth shut with my right hand. 
He tried going for my right side neck and I got him before he could get me and I'm holding this dog off of me trying to keep it from biting me and it feels blurry and surreal and I'm trying to reason with it and I'm just like, why are you doing this? I'm so confused and I look past into the dark of the street and I see the deer kind of timidly watching from afar and looking as if she's slowly approaching the scene again, like she wants to help or know what's going on. And then I startle awake. I felt so disoriented landing back into my own bed. I fell asleep again pretty quickly and don't recall any further dream material, but I remember whispering in my dream out loud to myself so I didn't forget it before I fell back asleep. Anyway, I look forward to whatever this dream pulls up for you or anyone else and what other insights you might have to offer. There are a lot of spinny thoughts I have about it all, but I kind of feel like my own interpretation of the events could be skewed by a desire to find deeper meaning in it than may actually be there. It's one of the more puzzling and symbolic feeling dreams I've ever had over the past year, and I'm really curious what an outsider perspective may make of the animal messengers and the dialogue and whatever else. Thanks so much as always for your work. You've helped profoundly in my personal recovery journey, and I'm so excited to be a freshly minted premium submarine. Best Cameron. So for me, Cameron, your dream really highlights this interplay between gentle introspection and wild assertiveness. And I'm going to go into detail more about what I mean by that, but this dream has so much rich material and it allows us to really reflect on how in our dreams we see reflected back our innermost struggles. And in Cameron's dream, I'm seeing themes of self-protection and the power of intuitive connections. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. So let's dive into some of the stuff that I wrote down about your dream. So in the beginning... You talk about this fast food chain and seeing your acquaintance at work. So the setting of the fast food chain, it kind of, to me, represents this familiarity mixed with the impersonal nature of fast food. So this could suggest a yearning for quick nourishment or satisfaction in some aspect of your life. And the acquaintance could symbolize connections that are part of daily life, but lack depth, indicating maybe a desire to deepen relationships or 
to reevaluate the roles that people are playing in your life. And the next aspect of the dream, you discuss this hill and a busy road. And I notice how often you are very keenly aware of the different directions in the dream and the landscape. Hills in dreams often symbolize obstacles or challenges. All right, my lovely listener, you know what that means. That's it for this week's public preview of this premium episode of Back from the Borderline. If you'd like to unlock the rest of this episode, you'll need to join my Patreon community as a premium submarine. You can do that by visiting backfromtheborderline.com. My premium subscribers unlock hundreds of hours of bonus content, full-length ad-free episodes, as well as the ability to email me with your own dreams or your questions for tarot interpretation. And who knows, you might hear your question or your dream featured on an upcoming premium episode. Before covering a question or a dream, I will search the email and Patreon, so you will want to be an active paying subscriber to have your dream or question addressed. This helps me avoid people from just signing up for one month just to get their dream analyzed or their question answered. If you'd like to submit your dream, first you'll need to sign up for Patreon at backfromtheborderline.com and then you can submit your question or dream to dreamsandtarot at backfromtheborderline.com. That's dreamsandtarot at backfromtheborderline.com. If subscribing is not in your near future and you're just enjoying listening to these free previews, that's okay too. You can support my work by rating or reviewing the podcast, following the podcast to make sure you get alerts every time I drop a new episode, or visiting backfromtheborderline.com, checking out my sponsors, or subscribing to my Substack for free, and you will get updates, recovery musings, and additional spiritual insights directly to your inbox for free. All of this information will also be included in the episode description. So if you need to have a reminder on the email address or where to go, just click into there and you'll have all the info you need. All right, that's it for this week's episode. And remember, anyone, even you, can come back from the borderline. See you next time. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello HelloFresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. 